0: Welcome to the To Faithful Men podcast. This project started in 2006 to preserve old sermon and study tapes of Wiley Flanagan, Hassel Wallace, and Mike Strevel. 2 Timothy 2.2 says, And the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men, who shall be able to teach others also.
1: Then
0: that brings us down to uh, verse 7 to the church at Philadelphia. And to the angel of the church of Philadelphia write, These things saith he that is holy, he that is true, and he that hath the key of David, he that openeth, and no man shutteth, and shutteth, and no man openeth. I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door. Now, you see, uh, the Lord Jesus is pictured uh, as having the key of David. Now, <clears throat> he's got a key to a door. He's got the keys to Hades and to, ha- and to death, the grave. Hades and the grave, two different things. He's got the keys of David. He opens doors. And in the Bible you read, uh, you read, uh, about the door of utterance being open. You read about the door of opportunity of preaching the gospel being open. And you read about, uh, 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 the door of the kingdom. I give unto thee the keys of the kingdom. See? Now keys denotes authority and the authority of all of these doors resides in the hands of Christ, and to whom he would designate or give that privilege. And the and unless it's given, well it still resides there. Uh, Isaiah twenty two tells us about the throne of David, the key to the throne of David. And talking about this house of David. And and that key to David, of David, is the the key to his house, to his kingdom, to his... uh, 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 And the reason why it's mentioned here is because he's already mentioned it several times. That he's going to give in that day that we were going to rule, see, that we were going to rule the nation. Uh, the king that the, uh, that was prophesied by Michael was, he shall rule my people, Israel. Well now, did Jesus ever rule Israel? Why, certainly not. The Lord Jesus ruled only in, uh, Individuals. It was a personal basis, not nationally. But now, how, how you going to uh, tell uh, any Jew that uh, the King, that Micah, was talking about that now that he's just going to rule uh, on to people that'll receive him, that'll let him? See. Now, certainly he. Uh, rules and reigns and God has done that from, uh, the days of Adam. Uh, that his, uh, rule has been universal. And, uh, from age to age. But now, he's talking about, uh, a sphere, a locality, subjects, territory. Yeah, and that's all embraced in the kingdom and the keys of David. All right? Uh, no man shut it, and he shuts, and no man's open. I know thy works. Even the man in, uh, uh when he says, I have set before thee an open door, uh, Mr. Land, he tells us that, uh, when we get down here to the last door, uh, behold, I stand at the door and knock. He says that's the door of the heart, the sinner's heart. If the sinner will let him open up. Well, if there is anybody that ought to know something about these doors, it ought to be a post Because the very essence of post-millennialism is believing that God has uh commission them to go into all the world and preach the gospel and if they'll do that that God will reward them he will save those that hear them see and that wherever you preach it he says I'll be with you to the end of the age uh, alright then they of all people I say ought to interpret the doors of opportunity all of them as opportunity to preach the gospel to witness to save uh, the laws. Well, a man like Mister B. H. Carroll, he comes. Uh, he 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 says, "I just can't." Uh, though I believe that, and he tells about what he, that he believes that the gospel is going to be preached, and that God's going to open the doors, and when God opens them, no man can shut them, and uh, and so uh, uh, that he'll open sufficient doors in order for the gospel to be preached. But when he comes to this, he says, I must be honest. He says, behold, when he says, I stand at the door and knock, that's the church door. He's knocking to people, uh, and then the individuals in that church. But, uh, but we're not on there yet. We're up here, still here on, in, uh, in Philadelphia. But he says, uh, Thou hast a little strength and hast kept my word and hast not denied my name. Well, that's pretty good. That's saying a whole lot. When you can say that a man uh, has kept my word and has not denied my name, behold, I will make them of the synagogue of Satan, which say they're Jews and are not, but do lie. Behold, I will make them to come and worship before thy feet, and to know that I have loved thee. Now, I think you've got Romans 9, 10, 11 here. You're talking about Jews. They're the synagogue of Satan. They, uh, they're Jews just... uh by nature, see, and yet they're persecuting. Uh, yet they come and and uh, they uh, they're to uh, they're going to be made to worship and confess that God has loved the church. See, he's writing to the church here. Love thee. Now uh, the days coming when all Israel will be saved. That whatever that all Israel means, it's going to take. It's going to include Jews. And uh, I think that's I think that's the only way that you can uh, properly understand this this passage. But thou hast uh, kept the word of my patience. Because thou hast kept the word of my patience, I also will keep thee from the hour of temptation which shall come upon all the world to try them that dwell upon the earth. Now this passage uh, is the number one passage for pre tribulationists uh, who teach that the rapture is going to precede. The revelation by seven years are an undetermined, uh, indeterminate length of time. Uh, now, to a person that's not versed with, uh, uh, hadn't been brought up in pre-tribulationism, why he could read that and never, well, have no idea that it refers to anything about pre-tribulationism. He'd read that and he'd say, "Well, now here's God's promise to the person that keeps." Uh, uh, because, keeps his word. True to his word. Well, he already said that this church of Philadelphia had kept his word. Alright, now then he says, he that, uh, I, uh, he that has kept my word, I also will keep thee from the hour of temptation. This hour of temptation is going to come upon all the world to try them that dwell on the earth. Now the expression keep thee from uh, the world. See? Uh, keep thee from the hour. I also will keep thee out of ech. Out of. I will keep thee from the midst of. The I will keep thee you're in it. You're emerging from it. You're coming out of it. The church, whoever is kept here, they're in this thing, and they're kept out of it. I didn't say they're removed from the world, but they're kept out of this tribulation that's come upon all the world. It's not by a removal from the earth but it's God's promise. It's God's uh, promise to preserve, to keep, just exactly like uh, John seventeen five, uh, where He says, "I pray not that thou take them out of the world." See, from the world out of. It doesn't mean that you're going to take them to heaven to escape the tribulation that uh, that's all upon the earth, but that God was going to keep them despite and in spite of the tribulation uh and, and all of the trouble. But we'll get into that once we get over, uh when we come again to the fourth chapter and uh, a little further too. But that just, doesn't mean they won't suffer any of it Russ. Manning. Oh, no, it doesn't mean it. Certainly they'll, they, they, many will be put to death. Many will die. Be thou faithful to death, though. I'll give thee a crown of life, see, over here. You take, uh, Polycarp, uh, and I didn't mention that, and when we was on the church at Smyrna, well, uh, Polycarp said that he, when he came, when they came to, uh, put him to death, he told him, he said, now, uh, I've served the Lord 86 years. 86 years. Well, he was uh, 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 Ignatius tells us that he was pastor of the church at Smyrna. Well, if he was eighty, if he served eighty six years in his uh, and uh, and uh, he was put to death under Marcus Aurelius in one hundred and sixty eight. You you subtract eighty six from one hundred sixty eight, and you got eighty two. In eighty two A D was when he speaks of his conversion eighty two AD. Well, John wrote this book in somewhere approximately ninety five, ninety four to ninety six AD. Well that gives him uh some fourteen years in between in which to uh to be prepared for the ministry before he come pastor of the church at Smyrna uh, see so uh well he he was uh he was put to death and he uh, he thanked God that uh, that he was permitted he uh, spent uh, all the night he he requested and they granted him the permission to pray all night long before before he was put to death the next day uh so the lord didn't take him keep him from martyrdom and this is going to come upon all the world but that doesn't mean that the intensity will be the same over, over all the world. Uh, Jerusalem is going to be the heart. See, uh, it has always been the center uh, of its blessings as well of its, as it, of its curses of the terrible destruction, the times that came at that time. Because, uh, I believe the Lord, uh, I I just believe in the plain old lilies of the fact that He's coming back to Palestine. And that His feet will stand in that day on the Mount of Olives. I believe that day is yet future. People that talk about, well, He's been on Mount Olives many, many times. Well, I have to, I'd have to have mighty lots of leeway and freedom in interpreting the Scriptures uh, to say that uh, the events that Zechariah describes took place during the personal ministry of Jesus. But he says uh, to them, he says, Now behold, I will make them of the synagogue of Satan, which say they're Jews and are not, Nazi. But do lie. I will make them to come and worship before thy feet and to know that I have loved thee. All right. Now because they were faithful, they had kept his word, he said he'd keep them from that hour. In other words, the Lord's uh however he keeps us, uh that's uh, that's left up to him. We are to serve him just like you as a soldier in an army and the battle was there. Well now I I'd serve you if I knew I wasn't gonna get hurt. See? You don't you don't have that prerogative when you are conscripted into an army when a when a nation's at war. You don't pick your battles. There's somebody higher up that's uh, that gives the command. See, uh, so uh, he says. Uh, then uh, to try them that dwell upon the earth. Now that that's a particular uh, interesting. A phrase in the book of Revelation. In 610, you read this expression. In 813, you have this expression. In chapter 11, verse 10, you have, uh, this expression. Uh, the, the earth dwellers, them that dwell upon the earth, and they are always recognized as a hardened core, just as the Pharisees describe, the, scri- the the people that Jesus spoke to in his ministry. He spoke to them as uh, uh, having uh, absolutely none of them uh, being loved of God or accepted by God or elected by God in any way uh, at all. They were treated, as, of course, as enemies. They were recognized as such. And Jesus didn't uh, plead with them to, to believe him. He didn't uh, shed any crocodile tears over that group. It was always a group that was as a sheep, but having no shepherd that, uh, that brought the Lord to tears, see But these in the temple that fought him, tooth and toenail, you know, that denied and, and, and smirched him as, with reference to his character and cast all sorts of insinuations against him. Uh, and, and you're going to find in the book of Revelation that this group that dwell upon the earth and these that have persecuted the, the, the children of God, uh, they're going to be crying, Lord, how uh, just like the psalm did in many of the psalms, how long, O oh Lord, how long? See, till God uh, revenge takes vengeance, repays. How long is it to judgment days, what they're talking about? Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and share with a friend. Be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord.